Hello! Thank you for subscribing to the HPN Plus Network and supporting Sissy.Pod. At the beginning of all of our special content that we create just for you, myself and Keen are including a little joke so that you can laugh your socks off before you enjoy some Drag Race content. And it's up to me this week to provide you with the humour. So in... Tell me, which drag queen would be the most useful when you were moving house? Miss Van Jeep. <laughs> a little bit of this town goes a very long way, said Hunter S. Thompson in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I'm James. <laughs> like literally, my name is Keen. We're at the end. This is the end of Drag Race Vegas Review. Connie Whelan is back. It was amazing last week. She's just as good this week. Who knew at the beginning of this year that as it rolled to a close, we would be looking at our third RuPaul's Drag Race contested Zoom meeting. Would you like to hear one of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race take a really important political matter like the Black Lives Matter and warp it into a personal drama? Well, this is the show for you. (laughs) Yes, it is. Well, Connie, thank you for coming back to discuss episode six. I feel I should probably ask you at this point, if you were to be on one of these Real Housewives shows, what would your catchphrase be at the, at the opening sequence? Oh, that's putting me on the spot now. Um, I love all of Lisa Vanderpump's ones, so it's like, uh, the crown is heavy, so leave it where it belongs. <laughs> 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 Put my own spin on that, maybe. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like it's going to be the start of a classic expression and then she just totally changes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Derek Barry's, come take a bite out of this big apple. Yeah. You're like, that just doesn't sound right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> episode six, the final episode of Drag Race Vegas Review. I'm surprised we didn't see more of Nebraska before we start off. I thought Nebraska from the first episodes was going to be a, a staple throughout the season. We haven't seen a tap of her since episode two. To be honest, I was kind of glad not to see her again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I was well, I think we were well rid of her and I was worried that she was going to keep coming back again and again and again and doing the same thing of just trying to rub people up the wrong way in order to get more drama for herself. Um, but yeah, but I think that they obviously, in editing this series, they obviously had to like find a way of bringing it to like a... They obviously would have seen the end in sight once the coronavirus stuff started happening and they probably had to figure out a way of like tying up the the storyline so i wouldn't be surprised if just in order to give themselves a natural ending that's why they were like right we're going to do this fake out uh date with vanji and cameron that like becomes kind of like a full stop on the season and then they sent your man jamal in to be like right we need to get you guys back friends again but in like that like I don't know, like brokering peace between Gaza and, and, and Israel. Like it just, it wasn't working uh, anyway. But yeah, so I, I, I have a feeling that that's more what happened and that we didn't see more of Nebraska because you were like, we can't start more drama because we're not going to be able to finish it. Yeah. I think in a full season, we would have seen more of her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just ended really abruptly. So they were like, oh God, we better speed everything up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do wonder whether that in an original draft of the show, whether the Asia drama would have lasted maybe two episodes rather than four. Oh, I, th- I, think the, I think the Asia drama caught them by surprise. I don't like, I think that the Asia drama was based on her actual stubbornness. I don't, I don't think that they scripted that to last that long. Like, I think that they... Like, I just, I don't, because the way that they then, like, have to, like, figure out a way of trying to, like, 
find a new dressing room for her she like completely separated herself from all the other storylines like i think that was real drama rather than they would have had a dress a dressing room for her. do you know yeah. they wouldn't have had her like like under In the, the room. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. harry potter style like <laughs> yeah, closet, yeah. <laughs> no I, I think it's real drama as well but i just i feel like they could have it could have started and finished in the same time in real life, but that could have been less time in terms of the TV oh, show. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. True. They wouldn't, like, in another word, in another edit, they could have just left the Brett stuff for another episode and Asia could have concluded her drama last week. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was surprised that it did take so long, considering, like, when the, she actually sits down with Jamal, Naomi's like, you know, we never really got to talk about it. And Asia's like, yeah, you're right, you're forgiven. Yeah. Now Derek, let me go with Derek. But really, the whole drama was about Naomi and leaving the, the, the dressing room, and it was over so quickly. Oh, I know. It was in now, and yeah, nothing really was resolved then. No. You know, it was still like around. You know. No, absolutely. I, I do think, like, to be to be honest, I do think that she was right in that Derek's motivation was like, like it was, it was coming from a bad place. Like, whatever about the stuff with Naomi herself and Naomi had a friendship or a relationship going back a long period of time they obviously knew each other quite well there had been some yeah. bad blood between the two of them that could have been resolved but like Derek threw herself in the middle of it and like it, like really based on the situation it was awful yeah like that, Derek loved in that party, the pot oh she did she loved, she loved stirring it. the pot <laughs> <laughs> and so did, so did Naomi but Naomi did it in a lot clever way that there's no real thing she did yeah, wrong yeah she just you know, she never really targeted H out. She just kind of shot the. She just threw a question out there and was like, "I'm not responsible for mm. it." Uh, so I think she covered her tracks a lot better than the Derek did. Who, because then Derek looks like the 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 real villain, I suppose, in the whole triangle. Yeah, you just want to say Derek butt out now, like <laughs> my job is this. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised that because Jamal went in there because Rue asked him to that they that they didn't just immediately capitulate and apologize and say we'll move we'll, you know we'll put this behind us that they actually still kept up a sort of fight and justified why they weren't talking to each other yeah yeah they should have just moved on you know yeah. it was over so, such a petty little thing uh, no I, I I was wondering if that's why maybe that's why Asia was so quick to forgive Naomi because she was basically like I'm going to yeah, show maybe. Jamal that I am being reasonable and I'm going to be like look I can I can completely 100% apologize to 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 accept the apology from and apologize to Naomi but when it comes to this bitch Derek like I'm not going to be doing that and I do I and I I do feel like Derek had more to answer for it and just try to argue his way out of actually um having to apologize for it or taking any responsibility um until later in the episode when he does like a weird like that like whole thing on the Zoom call. He's like, I don't want to have a relationship with anyone like I have a relationship with my mother. I couldn't imagine having a... It's like, this is a co-worker. And yeah. she's like... <laughs> yeah, but Asia did a similar thing as well. She was like, you know, they all think they know best, but I'm the only one who understands what's going on here. Yeah, it's like, you're not fighting with yourself. <laughs> you're fighting with two other people. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, there is a bit of delusion, I think, going on. And I and I think on both ends, there is a bit of bringing past baggage maybe into the argument mm-hmm. too. They both seem to yeah. mention past family I, I, issues. I, so. I would say that this Asia... Derek and Naomi drama I mean in the context of this episode it sits in with with the real like it sits in exactly where it belongs in terms of the headlines you've got like the Black Lives Matter movement you've got coronavirus <laughs> you've got you've got Derek and Naomi and Asia falling out like it, it it's all part of the tapestry of 2020 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the the way Derek on that Zoom call goes from the Black Lives Matter conversation to Asia it was so good of you to make face masks for everybody in COVID to let's talk about our drama. Like it was such yeah. a pivot. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> the other storyline, I feel the bigger one, even though we've been building up for the Asian one for a while, is this date between Vanjie and Cameron. Oh my God. I mean, when I thought it was starting well, I thought. And then they got on that Vegas eye. And then I was like, they're chatting, but their body language is mm. awkward. And then it just fell into absolute What is it silence. with Cameron and dates at altitude? It's like, as work. soon as <laughs> he goes above sea level, he just loses all his conversation skills. Cameron was, Cameron was like, um, oh, I'm going to like rent out this the boot to ourselves oh my god did he regret that straight away oh my god <laughs> the whole and the, the, that thing was huge as well like this and they had like one one tiny tiny little seat that they had to like sit awkwardly like facing away from each other like oh my god yeah oh my god that and was just crickets oh my god you know yeah if you ever off grand it was started off grand because yeah. like Vanji was playing with the, like calling someone for drinks yeah. and stuff yeah, the emergency <laughs> tires. Yeah. And then Vanjie's personality just went out the window. But I, I I think that like, you know, there's no right or wrong on a date. But if you ever end up on a date asking what a person's favourite food is, you might as well just get on my taxi and get yourself home. <laughs> really asking what's your favourite colour? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. in, in the wise words of Miss Vanjie, if I'm talking about my favourite food, the banana is not meat and the donut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when they got out, Cameron was like, "Are you hungry?" <laughs> I would be like, "No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no." You, do, do you want pizza? <laughs> it's like, what is, is this? Like a ten-year-old you're trying to bribe? <laughs> <laughs> pizza and a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> do Do we think that Vanjie turns off the personality in a date to see how the other person reacts? Maybe she does like mellow herself a little bit just to see, like, yeah, just to see if if she can be if she can laugh. Yeah. So if the if the other person mm. makes her laugh, I would. This is this is me getting like big headed now. So I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there as kind of like very, feel free to check my ego. Um, as the owner of a larger personality, I definitely have been on dates before where I have discovered myself for the majority of it putting in all of the work to keep the energy up and keep the date, and the person is kind of like like relaxing with just the fact that I'm putting in all the work, and then I will just be like right I can't fucking be bothered with this anymore so then I start matching their energy and you just feel the date flounder so I wouldn't be surprised if that's what Vanji decided to do because you don't want to be with someone where you're having to like put in all the work yeah you want to bounce off each other yeah exactly mm. you want someone who can try and meet you somewhere or at least like come up with better chat than what's your favourite food oh my god yeah <laughs> strawberries <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And and then Evangie's like, okay, it's it's break glass for emergency. Let's talk about the drama in the dressing room. And Cameron's like, oh, I don't really want to get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Evangie, like Loki, shadiest moment of the entire season was when they were in the dressing room the following day, and Evangie's revealed that they're going on the date. And she was like, oh, I'm looking for someone who makes you laugh. And Jarek was like, does you know? Well, you know, did he make did he make you laugh? And she's like, did he make you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god so funny 
<laughs> yeah, it was and the a, obvious answer is a no. cutting endorsement for the uh, for the date when it's like if I could he says if I could describe it in one word don't date your friends yeah. <laughs> I was like oh that is bad and to be fair Sil- Silky called it Silky was like you know stay away from oh, him oh yeah yeah absolutely don't be doing that yeah <laughs> oh, and just... she's like Vanji should have known from you know Dane Brooklyn Heights it doesn't work <laughs> I actually think they look kind of similar in a way I think they like I, I don't because they had a cut back and then they're back to camera I was like there's some similarities there so maybe I don't know it's Vanjie's type or I, li- I liked their chemistry and I thought that, like I like Brooklyn as well I think Brooklyn is funny and has like Brooklyn is similar to, to Cameron in that like there is a more reserved personality but like as we saw on the like the judging panel for Canada's Drag Race also has like wit and yeah. like is very funny as well um, which I think that you can't really say about Cameron. I, sh- I should say I've been really mean about Cameron throughout the entire thing. I actually think Cameron seems genuinely like a nice person. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, she got a whole little segment on how she was bullied at the start of the episode, which I was like, is this is this to make us warm to Cameron before she gets absolutely rinsed in the day? <laughs> <laughs> But no, but there was like that at the very beginning of the episode, right? There was that like, we got like Cameron being bullied and Cameron kind of like, you know, this like lack of confidence. And then also we had Vanjie's like sob story about how like, oh, I, I've been looking for love and I can't find it. And like, I've been trying to find love wherever I can and all that stuff. And it's, yeah. So we were like, just throw them in together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's go. Let's put them into yeah. that pod and see <laughs> yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed this and uh, maybe Connie maybe you noticed this as a, as a lip sync expert but I thought the sync in this episode particularly was really really bad like the other episodes weren't great either but I just thought there was times that Evie was saying something and she was maybe about a second behind what she was saying I just thought it was so bad I, I didn't even notice that I was just your connection like mm. no <laughs> there's even a bit did you remember um do you remember Vanjie's doing the thing with the emergency thing in the in the London Eye yeah. or the Vegas Eye, and the drinks and all. Uh, and Cameron yeah. Cameron does this big sort of belly laugh, like, but she doesn't make any noise. Like she's like ah, you know, and you see her mouth open. In the yeah. trailer of that moment, they've superimposed Cameron going <laughs> over the laugh, so she's <laughs> just <he>? like yeah. <laughs> so they just do a bit. She Cameron just goes ah, and then all you hear is <laughs> coming out from a mouth that isn't moving. It's so strange. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, it's like lads what is going on here it's oh i didn't trim. even notice that so then halfway through the episode covid hits and now james had watched these episodes prior to us uh <laughs> recording this and he was like yeah covid hits maybe around episode three so i've been waiting for covid to hit in this series and it just <laughs> happened to halfway through episode six i was like where did you get that from <laughs> I, I feel like I remember when I was watching the third episode that there was all like, oh, COVID is coming. And now I'm like, maybe that was a fever dream. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe but, there was a different, different, was a different TV a television show. I actually was watching the Channel 4 News. John <laughs> <laughs> <Don> Snow? <laughs> what are you doing on Drag Race? <laughs> it, it really did feel like they were struggling to fill the last 20 minutes of the episode, I felt oh, like. You yes. have, you have yep. Derek. Uh, Derek's kind of seems to be like the narrator for Vegas and talking about the strip closing down and how that would really trouble him and there's this bit which i thought was hysterical where he's talking into a mirror on his phone so he's filming the mirror and you can see him in it and he's talking about it and he's like oh you know it's really sad we just got going with the show and i'm gonna miss it and it's just 
I just feel really uncertain and I don't feel comfortable. And then there's this bit <laughs> where they splice in where he's obviously gone back to record another bit because he's standing in a different part of the room being like, and obviously I'm going to miss the other girls. And then it's back to the original <laughs> position. And he's like, so yeah, bye. <laughs> just like, oh God, guys. It was, <laughs> it was so depressing at the end. It was. It really, yeah. really was. Like they were having a great time and they were just, they were saying they were just getting into the rhythm of it. And uh, they put, I think Evie said, like, they've just put all their eggs in this basket mm. and it's going to do great. And then, boom, yeah. I found it really weird to hear them all being like, oh, my God, we're all going to have to wear masks now. And we're here in this reality being like, um, it's kind of normal for us now. It, yeah. Just, yeah. it felt weird. Just, just like, it's so distant, but yet so recent that it just oh, felt yeah, really no, strange. It is, it, it is mad in that, like, I suppose... What's it, it? It came out in like May. No, it wasn't May. Was it like June or something? I yeah, July or August, I thought. July, yeah. yeah. And it's like at that stage, even like things have changed so much and just the way things are. And like, even at the very end, they're all like, oh, the big reveal, it's going to be back on the 28th of, um, on the 28th of January. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> and it's like, no. Uh, there's, there's like a little, little summary of all the queens and, and sort of where they are now, Asia and Brett, their wedding's on hold. There's very dramatic music. And even, <laughs> yeah. even with all the coronavirus and stuff, we still get a little segment on Evie and her rap career. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Have either of you listened to the Silky Vanjie podcast? Um, I went and had a look at it, and they only did like five episodes. Oh, um, and then are they like, still living together? I don't. Well, I suppose they're probably both back on tour a little bit because I know stuff is more open over in the states. Mm. They're doing the like the drive-in things, aren't they? As well, yeah, yeah. the drive-in. Oh yeah. yeah. So are the cast of Panda's Drag Race. They're all doing the drive-in yeah. in tours. Yeah, that's true. But no, I I haven't I haven't yeah. listened to the Vanjie podcast, um, and I might I don't know we don't know what'll happen. I still have an awful lot of like the Bob and Monet sibling rivalry one to catch up on as well. So you know it, it's a, it's a, it's lower down okay. my list. Yeah, love the the Bob and Monet one. Yeah, and uh, I love Trixie and Katya. Uh, yeah, they have one, don't they? Yeah, they just started mm. the podcast next. They, they have doing their they've been in the uh, series for a few years, but they've just started they've just started doing a podcast now, which I'm I actually haven't started listening to. More competition, Keen. More competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if the if the if the Vegas show comes back and with it comes another reality series, do you think you'd watch it again? What do you think they'll do better? Will they do anything different? Well, it'd be a whole different, a whole new set of like drama. <laughs> so, it, like anything with drag queens is kind of you know entertaining. There's always mm. a bit of drama. So yeah, yeah. I think they would. Yeah. I think I'd I'd watch it. I'd like them to be a little looser with the format and maybe let the queens just do what they're going to do rather than, um, you know, forcing. You know what? The only piece of advice is don't let Derek Berry near any bottles. We do not need (laughs) any any bottles to be being spinned. Actually, just take Derek Berry out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Give him his own reality show. (laughs) Just spin the bottle with Derek Berry. (laughs) (laughs) 
this show, I think, was just warming up. I think that they were kind of just finding their feet in, like, episode... Like, in terms of, I'd say, the content production when they had to shut it down. And they did a great job of scrambling things together. I would say that we've actually seen two versions of this happening because we did the We're Here thing back mm. earlier on in the year. And we're talking about how they had been, like, intercepted by, by COVID. I would say that they probably handled that better. But yeah. that's not this type of show. It's all about the drama. I am excited to see more of this if they make it. It was definitely a hit and with a, a bit more momentum and maybe a bit I mean, like more frequent seasons i think it definitely could be a, a, a new uh hit show with the canon of rupaul i think so i would like to, i would also like to see some better background characters because i think that that housewives live and die on the quality of the background characters sometimes and at the moment outside of your your top six you don't really have anyone else that you're kind of invested in or, or want to see like I, the hills did it perfectly with a low um low coming in and she would just pop in every so often or like justin bobby would you just get like a taste of them so you need a bit of that but after that i think it's probably perfect well thank you again to Connie Whelan for for chatting to us uh, on these last two episodes. Thank you for supporting Sister Pod or listening yeah. on the HPN Plus network. We'll chat to you soon. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.